Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, the evening Nishmasi Mimiral Sirius was Mordechai. Dizzy Itzkwit says, I found myself in the Rutgers Chabad meeting this morning and felt among family when one of the college kids did this right after davening, couldn't even wait to take off his talus and fill in learning the daf. Rabbi Sai, here we have the three from contractors on top of a building every day now. Every day. The whole neighborhood knows them already. They do the daf. They wanted to do the daf here. It's five stories up. Okay. L'chvayt Rebelli. You mentioned two Reb Chaim Shubelevitz in the last two shiurim, the story of the Bachar Velazhin who ran out of the middle of the meal and didn't even say Birkas Hamazen. And two times 12 isn't 24, perhaps. When Reb Akiva heard his wife say how precious his learning was, he got his, a new Osiris to learning Torah, and he knew that if he waits even to say hello to his wife, he may lose that new Cheshek, your Talmud, Abba Renert. I just wanted to submit an idea I had. Now, if a day goes by and I don't have a new idea, I go a little mishuk. I love ideas, and I like this one a lot. It would be nice if MDY created some kind of chavrusa pairing system for people who can't watch the shir and would gain from going over the daf together with someone else from the shir. Example, in my case, be that I watch it in the morning, would be great to go over it again and can also do Rashi, include it together with another person from the shir. All the best. Shmuel Baum. Doylem likes the idea. No. We have Tomer Levy here. He'll put it in the new app, Bezer Hashem. Joel Ehrlich, you may or may not recognize my name. My twins, Ephraim and Eitan, were classmates with your son, Akiva, Yeshiva Stefer Svi, before you made Aliyah. I'm sure we met casually at some school function. I'm also a regular Mispal Yeshiva Brisk, Vesikim Minyan. You followed the treasure and honor guest when he was in town. I've been with you since the beginning of Ksubis. It's amazing. A new guy in Chicago. Love it. For the first time, I actually look forward to the daily shear. I've been meaning to drop a note, appreciate for a while. Last night, I was at the YTT, the school, my second grade son's parent orientation, and discovered the attached plaque outside of his classroom. I've never seen this, so for me, it's geschmack. I took it as a sign, because what happened was they hit me up for a classroom, and then I moved like the next week. And I didn't pay them. They're like... Hello, you promised, pay up. I'm like, but my kid's not in school anymore. Too bad. They're right, they were right. I paid it up, but I never saw the plaque. Thank you for all you do to spread the support of Leonat Torah. Hashem should grant you and your family with all the brachas and attach this highest calling. Joel Erle Yishkoyach. Joel, be part of that Chabura, be mechazik the Chabura, get more people. We need more people like you. We have a very, very uh, interesting daft today, and we have a bunch of guests. Ruben, you said? Shimmy Rubin from London. I know he was up from four o'clock in the morning. He was corresponding with me four o'clock in the morning. This guy. I don't even know who they are. The Koilo is sponsored by Avin Rachel Kamiansky, memory of Rachel's mother, Rachel Gidobas Esther Rita should be Melitza Yosher on behalf of us and our children. The second sponsor for the Koilo. For the success of our family that we merit to always crown Hashem. The Mesech, the sponsor of my children. Second sponsor of the Mesech is Jeff Razin, my son, Yosef Simcha Chaim, Ben Sorchano, 
Refua Shlema. Okay, you didn't say Amen, we'll say it again. Jeff Razan, Schusam Isonius of Simcha Chaim Ben Sorchana, Refua Shlema. Shkoyach. Michael Bemela, Mati Pearl, and Aaron Hirsch, to be Zoyach to make it to Umar Shoshona this year, you don't have to say Amen. Second, Paranus Achoydesh, Leonishma Zachary Ben Moisha. Third, Paranus Achoydesh, the MDY family, Leonishma Zizu Tuvi Yaakov, Ben Asan, Yitzchok, Ezra Palak, Ola Sholom. And the fourth sponsor, by the Lock and Lebuk families. He was here yesterday, he's here today. Sh- get over here, Rabbi Lock, get over here. By the Lock and Lebuk families, Lake New Jersey. Because Torah is the best gula. Yesterday, when he left, he gave me an amazing gift. First of all, I got to show you this to you. It's a, it's a water bottle, but it has like, it's like a material inside. Insulated. It's insulated with the 8-minute daf logo in the insulation. But that's not it. <laughs> Just in case I ever... Take this up, Raboisai. Team MDY. Wow, it's the real deal. What else? And there's more. More, there's more. Comes, you can get this on Amazon, right? Amazon. Amazon, not on our MDY merch website. These are Khashiv. What is this, a yarmulke? It's writing stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. Wow, it's unbelievable. Shkoyach, thank you very much. Thanks for all the support, by the way. You want to tell us the mice that happened that all that money fell into your lap? I'm, I put you on. It's true? It's a Emerson Maisa? I wouldn't make it up. Shkoyach, Shkoyach for the gifts. I got two of these, by the way, two. Unbelievable. Okay. Um, happy birthday to Yisroldo Farkovich. May today's learning be a for him and the whole family, Mami Tati and Oshazelik Farkovich. By Hannah Klein. I'm assuming this is Shlaimi Klein's wife. Happy birthday, Shlaimi Klein. She's not the first one to tell me about the birthday. Other people said, you gotta, you gotta mention something. Last night was his Hebrew birthday, so today is his birthday. May we keep bringing light into this world and our home. Ah, unbelievable. Rufua Shlaima for Shmuel Alevi ben Shaina Chaya. And Aryeh and Simi Kogel in honor of those involved in the Shir for the Tziyad Deshmai and all that we do Amen. By Yochan Belsky, Rabbi Yochan Belsky, in honor of my Basichida, Chanat Cyril's wedding tonight, September 8th in Yerushalayim, Merakosh. He's the one that donated that beautiful menorah over there. And we have those glasses for Siyumim, a lot of, a lot of stuff. Yochan Belsky, Shkoyach, should have a lot of Nachas. The Zivik should be Oilo Yafo. And finally, by Ellie Greenberg in honor of Abba Rennert. Abba Rennert, the one we just read his email. Keep up the great work. Okay. Ah, the official is sponsoring the Mesechta. Lurfuas Avi Mandelbaum. Avro Menasha Ben Chana Rachel. Bracha, Chana Bracha. Lurfuas Shleimah Yishkai official. Okay, we're holding up Samachayom and Aleph. Welcome to the guest. I, there's a few people here I didn't say hello to. Okay, afterwards. We'll, who? Oh, Shamalech, what's your name? Originally from Holland, now from Manchester. I'm going to be coming, Bezer Hashem, for a scene with Masechtas Ksubis. We're going to be, make, make a big announcement when and how. But you're from London, you're from Manchester. Maybe. Tonight, by the way, tonight I'm going on Zoom with the Manchester Hever. So if you live in Manchester, we'll have a schmooze. You can ask me anything you want. Zok Doresh Rabbi Yehuda Ish Kfar 
Oh, it's nothing to do with me crying yesterday. I, I just can't see anymore. No, yesterday I was like, I went back to the, <laughs> I went back to the video. I was like, for Avi's sake, I couldn't, I, he was so strong and this and that. And he, he said it like that. I'm going to sit here and cry. But I was crying inside. Does say Gimel or Nun? I can't even see. I'm not kidding you. It has nothing to do with my lens. I thought it was the tears between my lenses. It's different. Hey, give me those glasses for a second. It's Oh, it's wrong. That's why I can't read it. I don't know about Peh. Here we go. Omar Rav Tubi. We just gained a few lines. Thank you. Wrong daf. Two, four, six. It happened to me once in Chicago. I was giving shear. Prepared the wrong daf. They knew. I didn't know. <laughs> I was saying the wrong daf. Omar Rav Tovi Bar Kisna Omar Shmuel. We're going to have to do Omar Alf a little bit quicker than usual so we can get to Omar Bez, which is Shas Cotton and Yonim. So says Shmuel that if a woman rebels and she is engaged, she's in Arusa, that's when you write in English. I don't know if, you have, if you're familiar, but if you have a business and somebody doesn't behave, you write them up. In order to fire somebody, you have to write them up three times. You write her up. Meaning, from now on, we're going to start deducting money right off her ksuba. Seven dinner per week. So that's the koisin igeris. koisin igeris But if she fell yibum, so you don't write an igeris, she doesn't want to be misyabim to the yavam, she doesn't want to marry her ex-brother-in-law, her late brother, her brother-in-law, she, she, you don't write her up. You don't take, you don't deduct money from Miksuba. But how does this fit into what we learned yesterday? It doesn't matter if she's Arusunusua, Filunida, Filukhaila, Vafilu Yavam, she's considered a Meredith, and you do deduct from Miksuba. We have a contradiction. On the one hand, we say we deduct from Miksuba, on the other hand, we don't deduct from a Shimeris Yavam. Loikashia. Kan Shitovahu, Kan Shitovahi. If he demands to marry her and she says no, then you write her up, you deduct from Aksuva, Kanchat over he, and if she demands to get married, then we don't deduct. So Shmuel says, Kaisim ala Rusa, not on Shemeris Yavam. Right. So over here, we won't add to her if she demands to get married, we're not going to take from the husband and give to the, to the Yavama. If he demands to marry the Yavama, we listen to him, we help him out. Why? If she demands, we don't help her out. Because she doesn't have a chiyuv of pruvu. As we're going to see soon. Says Gemara, You're telling me that it's talking about that she demanded. Well, the wording is not good. What's the wording? It says Shmuel that you write, you write her up, it says. It should be for the Arusa, not on the Arusa. She's getting paid up by the husband, so it should be for, le. It says al, that you write her up. You're not writing her up, you're writing him up for, for, for not uh, complying. You guys married al Arusa? Holy cash, Okay, 
So for now, we're just going to have to fix the wording. The Gemara is going to take it back. But for now, we'll say, okay, it does say La Arusa. We write him up to give to her. Says Gemara, Maishna Shemeris Yavim Deloi, Darmina Leila Zil. Get out of here. Let me fact this. You're not Mechuyiv in Puruvu. Arusa Nami, name Allah Zil. Let me fact this. So when she is engaged, say the same thing. Now, Rashi points out that uh, a married woman, I think it's Rashi, a married woman, you can't tell her, oh, the husband is not rebelling because you're not mechuyiv in Puruvu. He is rebelling, even though she's not mechuyiv in Puruvu. Why? Nothing to do with the Puruvu mitzvah. And if he says no, then you punish him. But when they're engaged, there's no mitzvah of Oina yet. There's only a mitzvah of Puruvu. So Gemara says, okay, she's not in any mitzvah here, but she has a great argument. Who's going to take care of me? I need children, not for the mitzvah, for selfish reasons. My own personal reasons. Who's going to take care of me when I'm older? Who's going to walk me? Who's going to hold on to my hand and, and accompany me when I get older? Who's going to bury me? I need somebody to take care of me. So, so when she falls the Yibam, she has the same taina. I want to marry the Yavam so somebody can take care of me when I'm older. You're right. Okay. Both cases are when he demands. And therefore what? We're going to go back. We don't have to change the gears. Now, not, you don't have to say La Rusa. It's Ala Rusa. We write her up, not him. If I have it already, and Yaakov Ayal made it, I might as well show it for all the new guys that have never seen this. One of a kind, $2,000 shoe, and it's only one out of two. Imagine if you had to buy a pair of these. Here. This is Chalitza. This is the Chalitza shoe. Huh? Oh, That's why you hang out in that Tesla every morning, huh? Okay. When his demand is to do chalitza, then you write her up. She doesn't want to do chalitza, write her up. Libom, not. Now, by the way, I just hope, as I'm learning the sugya, I'm hoping that we don't lose a lot of people now. We're talking about yibum, and during Mesechus Yivamas, people just like flies. You have no idea how many people I bump into the street. Yep, I was doing good until Yivamas. Bracha, Shabbos, Erevit, Yivamas, fell. I'm not exaggerating. Like 150 people told me that. And that's just the people that told that to me, including my own children and my children's friends. And <coughs> So I don't want anybody to fall out here. But, as you know, and again, I like ideas. I called up Yoshi, the artist, uh, two days ago. Spoke to him for 36 minutes. I said, you know, we have to start working on Yivamas. I want to start working on Yavamas, knock it out of the park. Next time we come around the cycle, I had this dream, but it, I didn't realize how hard it is. I wanted to do every shear, start off the shear with like a video, a movie, like characters of what's going to happen in that shear. And then I, th- I thought maybe people will, will stick around. Another thing is I, I, I do think it wasn't such a great idea to, to kill off some of my best friends every shear. And I don't think people appreciate it. But I, when we did the potato head, let's say, I think people, oh, well, potato is dead and crushing Smash it with a truck, electrocute it, whatever, do all sorts of things. So if anybody has great ideas for you, Vamas, please let me, I'm serious, I'm starting to work on it now. Zakti <clears throat> Gemara. Especially if you have a friend that dropped off 
And every one of you has one. I know, because they're out there. Get them back for Ksubas. Come on. Third. <laughs> what? Bye-bye. They went bye-bye. Zakti Gimbar. Domer Abitasom Rabbi Yochanan, Tova Lachloy Tiskokinloy, Tova Liyabim, Eniskokinloy. Here, it's, it seems counterintuitive. If he only wants to do Chalitza, then we help him out. If he wants to do Yibum, we don't help him out. Even though the main part of the mitzvah is the Yibum part, we don't help him out. Tosis asks, what do you mean? Help him out. Let him do Chalitza. Like, what's the problem? You might ask it a little bit further, but it's the same kind of question. Let him do Chalitza. The answer is that it's going to cost him Ksuba. It could be it's more for later. Okay, maybe I jumped the gun here. Don't remember that's not Rabbi Yechonah. And the Gemara explains, why not? We're not helping you out. As we're going to see soon, it's not so good to do Yibam in our days. You want to do it? We're not going to help you out. So, but what's your taina? I want a wife? Okay. There's, there's other wives in the world. For that, we're not going to help you out. So when it comes to chalitza, let him say the same thing. So tell him the same thing. What do you have to do chalitza? Go, go marry somebody else. It's not good for shiduchim. On my resume it says that I have this shomer siyavam. She's still attached to me. You never know. You might marry her. You're not, you have to detach yourself from her. And since that's not the case, people might not marry me. And therefore I want to get rid of her. And over here, Tyson says, so get rid of her. What's the problem? Give her chalitza. Yeah, but if I give her chalitza, then I'm, I'm going to have to give her a ksuba. Okay. So she could also say the same thing. Since I'm a Shemer Siyavam, nobody's going to marry me. You're right. Both of them were talking about that he wanted to do yibum. So we have two cases. He wants to do Yibam. He wants to marry this woman. And she refuses. And in one case, you write her up. In the other case, you don't write her up. Veloy Kash, it's not a contradiction. It was two periods of time. It's not. Mrs. Yibam, Mrs. Chalitza. We learned in the Mishnah, it's better to do Yibam than Chalitza. Because in the beginning, there were Chavon Shem Shemayim in the Mitzvah. And it's all about what we have in the head. But in our generation, that's what you're talking about 2,000 years ago, or 1,500 years ago, So certainly nowadays, the mitzvah of chalitza comes before the mitzvah of yibum, and that's why we don't write her up. If she refuses, now, we're not going to tell him what to do. If he, it's his choice. We, tell, we advise him, don't do yibum. It's not a good idea because we're not mechavit. But we're certainly not going to help him out. If we're not going to help him out, and she refuses to do yibum, then she doesn't get written up. Did you say he has to pay her a if he does Yeah. And she collected a from her husband with No, that's the same thing. It's the same one. Yeah, that's the same one. Is that that he? It's just from his. It's from his estate. So we had in the Mishnah that. She loses seven dinner a week if she rebels against her husband. And he loses, he has to add to her ksuba three a week. The Gemara is now going to discuss why the difference. 
And Rabbi Yudu comes and argues and he says, no, it goes by Tarpikit. Says the Gemara, my Tarpikit? What, what, what kind of, what, what's the currency exactly? What is it? What's the value? Oram Sheshes. Istira. Istira. Sometimes the Gemara does that. Like uh, the man is Tarpikis Bidvash. And what's Tarpikis? Uh, whatever. Okay, so it's Tarpikin. And what's Tarpikin? Istira. Doesn't help me. Vikam Istira. Palgid it's a half of a zuz, which means that Rabbi Huda is basically saying 50% of what the Tanakhama says. He's saying the seven, he's saying three and a half. Three tarpikin, which are naima. I don't want to scare anybody. These are the type of things that people check out, but I did some cool charts here I want to show you. And this is really for Ahmed Bey's, but we'll. We'll cheat a little bit. So most of us, a lot of us are familiar with the dollar, uh, unless you live in England or South Africa, but hopefully you know a little bit about this. Yeah, but it, uh, not exactly. So it goes like this. One dollar, just, just to, so you're not scared of this. It's not, it's not scary. One dollar is four quarters. And each quarter has five nickels. And each nickel has five pennies. So, if you do five pennies times five nickels times four quarters equals 100 pennies. Every dollar has 100 pennies. How do you get to that? Four quarters, something. So, we have something similar to that. Not exactly. So, I decided to do it this way. Here, the dollar, instead of a dollar, it's called a cella. A cella has four dinner. It's like four quarters. And each dinner, instead of having five nickels, it has six ma. Now, instead of each ma having five pennies, each ma has two pundions. So what you have here is 48 pundions per cella. It's not scary anymore, right? Now, if you're from England, it's still scary. Sorry. How was it? Should we do it again? A dollar has four quarters, which has five pennies, which has five, uh, five nickels, which has five pennies. And then the cella... We'll call the main, the main piece is a cella. It has four dinarim. Each dinner is six ma, and each ma is two pudyons. So you have 48 pudyons. You don't have five pennies. You only have two pennies at the end. So you only have 48 pudyons per cella. Okay. So he's saying it's ma v'chetzi l'chal yai. So you take one and a half of these, the, the, the six, one and a half per day, times three, equals three tarpiks. Yeah, three, three of these dinner things. Yeah, but the tarpiks. Each one, one and a half, one and a half is, one and a half plus one and a half is two, yeah, is one. One and a half and one and a half is one, is one tarpik. One and a half and one and a half is another tarpik. One and a half. Two one and a halves. Two one and a halves is one, ta- is, is one tire. Okay, fine. Three tire peaking. Says the Gemara. Punish. Omele Rebbechir by Yosef Shmuel. Maishna ihi the Avinu of the Shabbos. Now, what do we say? We said that, we said that each day is worth one dinner. She gets punished. If she rebels against her husband, we remove 70 narim from her ksuba. 
In other words, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Shabbos, every day of the week, seven. And why is it by her that she doesn't get, we don't take away from the husband, we only give her three. How do you see that we don't give? How do you see that we don't count Shabbos here? Anybody? How do you, why don't we count Shabbos? Huh? Because it's included, if you do the math, yeah. one and a half mud equals three tarfikim. Oh. Obviously Shabbos is not... Oh, good. very good. One and a half mud times... Yeah, one and a half. Like we, just, we just did the cheshman. One and a half plus one and a half plus one is six. Only six days. Three tarpikin. Each tarpik is one and a half. And it's three tarpikin. So we're only counting six days. You, you cut each tarpik in half. Three tarpikin cut in half is six. We're only counting for six days, not for Shabbos. Oh! Oh! Listen, when you're awake, when you're awake, listen, listen, I have something for you. I have something for you. How about one of these? Come here and get it. Get over here. He gave me two. It's not a, it's not a, he's a big biker. Look, he got the answer right. He got his jersey? He snored one. Yeah, you didn't have to snore. Avi, Yishkoyach, welcome. He's the, he's the man behind the scenes. He does all the coffee for everybody every day. Yishkoyach, Avi. You deserve this. Yishkoyach. Says Gemara, Ihi, Demifchaz Kopachis, Lemechzik Yitzchar Shabbos. Says Gemara, okay, we're talking about Shabbos here. If you take off from her ksuba, you deduct every day, so it doesn't look like the husband is making money on Shabbos. He's just deducting from her a total of seven per week. But when he rebels against her and he has to pay her money, he's actually adding money. Adding money is Mechzik is Shabbos. It looks as if he's, she's gaining on Shabbos. Being able to support them in that Torah and to finish learning Shaz with the rebellion. What is the difference between somebody who rebels and the, if she's a woman, she gets penalized seven, and if he's a man, he only gets penalized three? See what the Metzias is. Mi soiches mi. Who hires who? So the, the Zachar suffers more than the Nekeva. So therefore, the man pays less when he is rebelling against her. And she is causing him more pain and aggravation. So she has to pay more. Dover acher. Ze It's a physical thing. The man has more embarrassment, more, more busha. When he doesn't have a woman, says Rashi. It's interesting that you see over here uh, an amazing thing. The Chachamim took into account a person's busha. We see this by Kefal, by Arbar Chamisha. The man has more busha, he gets paid more. She has more busha, less busha, she gets paid less. The Tsar, the first tire, the second tire is the busha. The way he treats us. When we have busha, when we have tsar, everything is, has a cheshben. Every tsar, everything in the world has a cheshben. Zok the Mishnah. 
Hamashras Ishtar de Shalish, the official mission sponsored by Mishikon, is Chos, Kodim and Atar and Tni Atzachim Parnasa. Hamashras Ishtar de Shalish, Lo Yifchas La, Mishnei Kavim Chitim. Interesting. If a person, in those days, you know, they had more than one wife. So sometimes the wives lived separately in different houses without the husband. So you'd have to send her a certain amount of food. They were all vegans then, it seems like. Sent her a little wheat. He sent her shnei kavim chitim. Wheat. Two kav of wheat, which equals 48 eggs worth of wheat. Now she has to take the wheat and do something with it. She has to grind it, etc. Or double the amount in barley. In barley. Because... Barley, it takes double the amount to make barley bread. So you give her four kav. Omar, 96, right? 40 over there. Omar, Rabbi Yaisi. Loi pasak la sa'irin. Elo, Rabbi Shmol, shoy somach la edoim. The Gemara is going to explain what that means. He lived over there in edoim, so that's why he's talking about barley. Venoisin lo, chatzik kav kitnis. Beans, very important. If you're on a vegan diet, has a lot of protein. Vechatzik lug shemen. Very not good to eat. The Yomenu. It's 4,000 calories per pound of oil. The worst of the worst. But in those days, they used to use oil for lights. So, a little, little Shem and Ma'ar, and a little oil for the food. They have Groy Groy's, and a whole calf of 24 eggs worth of dried figs. So, he had to give her also. Dessert, it seems like. Yummy stuff. Like here, I have a picture of, here's a dvela. It's uh, pressed figs. That's how they used to, they used to sell it by, by volume. The main loy, if he doesn't have these desserts, he gives her other, other fruit to make it up. In addition, a husband is to give his wife a bed, different types of mats, a softer one, a harder one. Venoisin la kippa, la roisha, gives her a yarmulke or some sort of scarf for her head. Vechagor la mosne, and a belt for her loins. Umenolim, memoid lemoid. Every yantif, buy her a pair of shoes. Vekalim, and clothing, shilchamishim zuz, mishal shana, 50 zuz worth. Wow. Just thinking about it now. Uh, 25% of her ksuba. It's worth of clothing. It's 25% of a salary, actually. It's unbelievable, of a, of a yearly salary. Clothing. From year to year. Don't give her brand new clothing. They only had one, they didn't have summer and winter clothing. They had one type of clothing, but they would wait until it would be worn out so it was thinner. So don't give her brand new ones in the summer because it's too thick. And don't give her the, the worn out ones in the winter. What you do, you start off in the winter giving her brand new ones, and then she uses those worn out ones in the summer, and that's enough. And any leftover remains hers. Nice and law, we had this halacha, ma'a give her an allowance, a weekly allowance, why? To buy the miscellaneous things, says Rashi. And she eats a meal with him. From Friday night to Friday night. Some are going to learn that it's a mashal. It doesn't mean a meal. It means relations. And this we had already, the Gemara explained, if he doesn't give her that extra money, spending money, 
and we learned that doesn't really mean her What does it mean? The Moisar, the, the additional above the five shekel, the, the, the weight that she wants to, that, he, that she has to make every day. In addition to that, anything additional to that remains hers. And how much does she has to produce for him? The weight. She has to make a, a certain amount in terms of weight, not in terms of length or value, but in terms of weight. What shesi? So we had the chart. Here's a machine that they would work on. And shesi are the long strings, the, 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 the pink and green strings on this machine. And over here you see it a little bit clearer. And that is, there's the, 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 the threads that don't move. The ones that over here are going up and down, the vertical ones. And then you have the Erev, which is a thicker one that goes back and forth. Now, to make the Shesi, the vertical ones, is much harder because they're thinner. So it's double as hard to make a thin thread than to make a, th- a thick thread. Any, anybody could do a thick thread. To make it very thin is, is a Mumchashkite. That takes double. So if she makes half the amount of shesi, she's good. She has to make double the amount of Erev, double Erev than shesi in order for her to be yaitza the amount that she's supposed to make that day. Mishkal chamesh slayim shesi b'yehuda. Shin eser slayim b'galil. First of all, in Galil, the weights are different, they're double. So it's the same amount that she has to make in Yehuda as in Galil. Just in Galil, they call it a different amount. Or she could do the thicker thread, but she would have to make double the thicker thread because it's half as hard to make. If she didn't do one of her seven jobs, one of them is to nurse. In other words, she's busy doing something else. She couldn't do her job of uh, of well, she was doing her job of lahanik. It's one of the seven things. You can take away from what she has to produce. I'm going to see he has to add more food because she's nursing. All this is said a very poor person, a person that has money. Everything in the Mishnah, whether it's the food, whether it's whatever it is, the beds, the dead, everything's. If he only sleeps on American mattresses, he's Israeli, you want to the yeshiva beds, and Shalom Yisrael, whatever it is. Says the Gemara, Mani Maslisa. Oh, I forgot to put it in. Over here, Shas Kata We're going to go through Yishmaka stuff. It's going to be over in eight minutes, so don't worry about it. We already did a lot of it today. This Mishnah, L'chaira, doesn't go according to Rabbi Yechim Roika and not Rabbi Shimon. Why? It's not. So we're talking about over here a Tchum Shabbos. Tchum Shabbos means that if your house over here is at the end of the city, you're only permitted to go 2,000 Amah on Shabbos. That's it. So what do you do? You want to go to where the red box is. And that's 4,000 Amah away from your house. So there's a trick. You take two meals. Over here they're depicted as two breads. And you put them a little less than 2,000 amma from your house, or 2,000 amma from your house. And now your, halachically, your house just transferred from where it is physically 
to where the breads are. So now, you're allowed to go from the 2,000 Amma in each direction where the breads are. You're allowed to go from the breads in each direction, 2,000 Amma. So now you could go another 2,000 Amma to that direction and you could get to the red box. Or you could go back to your house. But you cannot go one inch from your actual house in the backyard because that's already the end of the 2,000 Amma. That's not your real house anymore. The house that looks like a, a cartoon house here is not your house. Your house is where the bread is. And you can only go 2,000 amma from the bread. And it stops at the house. You can't go 2,001 amma. Okay. How much bread do you have to put there? Two meals worth. How much is a meal? That's the sogil. A little bit of Panovich math. It's enough food to eat in the weekday. But not a Shabbos meal, Dever Meir. No, it's Shabbos meals, not weekday meals. They're both saying the same exact thing. Why? Remember, he used to eat a lot of bread. He used to eat it with the fish, and then he'd dip it in the soup. And then when he had his meat, he put some meat on the bread, because he ate a lot of bread on Shabbos. And Rabbi Huda, on Shabbos, would eat a lot of the food, very little bread. And he'd eat a lot of bread in the weekday. Kids, it was the same exact year. Fine. Says the Gemara, however, So basically, Rameir and Buda are saying depends on the person, depends on how he eats. Okay. But Great. Scary words. But not really. So let's do this again. Over here you have a dollar, dollars four quarters, four, one quarter is five pe- uh, nickels, and one nickel is five pennies. Same thing would be with a sella. One sella equals four dinner. One dinar equals six ma, and one ma equals two punyain. In other words, there are 48 punyain per sela dollar. Now, what could I purchase with a dollar? When I can purchase four sa with a dollar, with a sela, in the time, whatever that kufa was, when I was able to purchase with one sela four uh, amounts of Wheat called a saw, four saw. One saw equals six kav. And one kav equals 24 eggs. So, how, how many, what do we have here? We have 48 half kavs. We have, yeah, 48 half kavs. We have 24. We start from the top, the four bushels. Four times six kav is how much? 24. So how many from the four bushels, how many half kavs could we, we buy? 48. What's interesting is the 48 matches the 48 pundyan. Exactly. We have one sela equals 48 pundyan. One sela could purchase 48 half kavs. It's perfect. It's very easy. Yeah? One pundyan buys a half a kav. Now I need to buy two meals. A half a kav equals two meals. That's what he says. Says Rabbi Yochim Ebreika, a half a kav equals two meals. That's what I, when I could purchase 48 half kavs with the seller, so a half a kav is two meals. Okay? How many eggs are in a half a kav? A dozen. There's 24 eggs per kav, so a half a kav is 12. So how much is my bread? 
12 eggs, a dozen eggs, according to Rabbi Yechim Brega. Rabbi Shimon Oimer, Shteyada is like Kikar, Misholish Kikar is like Kav. Oh. So this is also, this is even simpler. From one Kav, a Kav is 24 eggs, I can make three breads. If I can make three breads, he says, if I can make three breads from one Kav. So that means each bread is eight eggs. Eight plus eight is 16, plus eight is 24. I have 24 eggs, I divide them into three breads. Now, I'm taking two-thirds of one bread. How many meals do I have in three breads? Nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine, nine meals. I take two portions, which is two-thirds of a bread, which actually equals two-thirds of eight is 5.3. 5.3 eggs, he says. Rebbe says 12, he says 5.3. Okay, it's two-thirds of one bread if you can make three breads out of a cup. I think it's simple. Huh? Okay. So far, so good. Says the Gemara. Oh, let's see it inside. Two portions, for one loaf of bread. If I can make three breads, from one calf of 24 eggs. If I can make three breads, eight eggs each from one calf, fine. Next halacha. A half a bread, you see on the bottom, which equals, if each bread is eight eggs, a half a bread equals four eggs. And that's halacha that says that if a person goes into a tzara's house and walks right out, he becomes tame, but his clothing are not tame. But if he spends time in there, then his clothing become tame. How much time? Pras. Pras means half. A half a loaf of bread, as long as it takes you to eat, kedei achilas pras, as long as it takes you to eat a half a loaf of bread, has to be from this grain or from that grain, easy. Okay. Next halacha. Now if I take that half a bread, which is four eggs, and I cut that in half, I'm left with two eggs. What's the significance of two eggs? If a human being eats two eggs worth of tame food, he becomes tame himself and he cannot eat truma. Now if I take that Half of a half of a half bread, the two eggs, and I cut that in half. What am I left with? Kibetza. What's the significance of a kibetza? According to Rabbi Shimon, this is all Rabbi Shimon. It seems like everybody agrees to it. The whole Shas agrees to this concept. And a half of a half of a half, I'm left with one egg. If the egg, I have one egg, I, have need, I need at least one egg's worth for it to accept tumma. If something touches it, a sheriff touches it, it becomes tame. It has to be at least an egg's worth. If it's less than an egg, it doesn't become tame. Mani. Now let's go back to our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says, the husband gives support to the wife. What does he give her? Two kav of wheat. And that's supposed to last her for what? The whole week. How many meals does a person need in a week? L'chayra, 14. Seven times two. How do you have 14 meals? If you just look at this chart right over here, how many meals do you have in one kav? Nine. And he gives her two kav. How much is that? Eighteen. It's too much. Can't be nice there. It has to be fourteen, not eighteen. Okay. Mani, Let's see Rebbechem Mebroika. It comes out, I just made a chart. Stam, you should know that according to Rebbechem Mebroika, one loaf of bread is twelve eggs, and according to Shimon, it's eight eggs. Now, <clears throat> half a, a half a calf, according to Rabbi Yechem we said before, 
is two meals. He has to give her two meals. So one kav is four meals. Two kav is eight meals. Where, where, do you, where does he come up with 14 meals? You need 14 meals. If a half a kav is two meals, so a full kav is four meals, times two is eight meals, where's the 14? Tamneav. Vi Reb Shimon, Tamnes Rehav. It's 16 meals according to Reb Shimon that we did over here. Nine plus nine is 16. Uh, 18, sorry, 18. Nine plus nine is 18. Tamnes Rehav. Loyalam says the Gemara, Rehim Bebroik, we're talking about eight meals. Ugdomar Rav Chizda. What does Rav Chizda say? Tzimahem, Shlish Lechem Vini. You forgot about the third that the guy selling, he has to mark it up. He marks it up a third. Now, not Gemara third, not American third. In American, in, in America and in the rest of the world today, it's 50%. We call this 50%. You have to add 50%. He makes a 50% markup. So 8 plus 50% of 8, which is 4, right? 4 plus 8 equals 12. We're really dealing with 12 over here, not 8. We were talking about the final product. We forgot about his profit. Why is it called a third? Because it's milabar. In the Gemara, you take the final amount, which is 12, and you take off a third, and now you're left with 8, which is, if you start with 8, you add 50%. But in Gemara, you, you start at the end, your final number is 12, and you take off a third, milabar, and now you're left with 8. Fine. We're not getting into that now. But Rav Chizda says, we have to consider his private. What's his private according to Rav Chizda? A third. It says Gemara, you still didn't answer the question. Where do you get the 14? We only got the 12. I got the 13 because she gets a free meal. As the mission says, she eats with him on Friday night. So it's 12 plus one meal, it's 13. We still didn't get the 40. He doesn't give her a free meal. We're talking about relations. Another problem is that you didn't get the 14, you only got the 13. 12 plus 1 is 13. Remember what Rav Chizda said before? How much is the markup? A third. And now the Gemara says, The markup is a half. Half in Gemara language, which is the final amount. So, you have here uh, 16. 16 minus a half, because we're starting at the end. You have 16 minus 50% is a half. So you get to 8. In English, or it's called 100%. The 100% markup. If you have 8, he does 100% markup, he gets to 16. We're talking Gemara language. You start at 16, and you take off 50%, you take off 8. Okay. Hachanami asipago shadiyalai. That's the Gemara, but first of all, question number one, you said the markup is a third, and now you're saying it's 50%. Like Asher, it depends. If you, if you offer the guy making the bread wood, he gets less money. Just yesterday, somebody told me that he picks olives he has next to his house. He lives in a yeshuv, has crazy amount of olives, free olives, and he gives it to a factory, and either he pays them money, and he has olive oil for the rest of the year, and he's a caterer, Either he pays them cash, or they take part of his olive oil. That's what it is over here. Take half. You have to give him stuff. But at the end of the day, it's 16. 50%, yeah, 16, not 14. 
Chidka, the Amar Arbesudis, Chayav Adam Lechob Shabbos, right? Does he just Shalashodis, three? Or Arbesudis? He says four. Tysis and Brachas, by the way, proves from this Gemara that when you do Shalashodis, you must eat. I shouldn't say it, because I learn instead, which is not very good. I admit, it's not Lechatchila. Tysis proves from this Gemara that you're supposed to eat bread for Shalashodis. Not Peros, and not learning, and bread. Uh, yeah, by not saying Yashir, Masa Shabbos. Woo! Yeah, it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. It's, yeah, I should fix it. You're right, I should. I should, I should, I have to do tshuva. So, you add the four meals of Shabbos. I feel tamer, so, but, but he's a yachid. Then the day, you have one meal that he must give to her for the guests. Very interesting, the Moshe finds in Paskins. We know this psaq, but why? I'm supporting my, ch- my children. I don't have to support them. They're ready bar mitzvah. Why do I have to support them? So can I take off money for my miser money? The answer is no. Because your children happen to be your wife's guests. They're the of your wife. And you're mechuyiv to give your wife guests. That's what he paskins from this Gemara. Hashdas lachi. I feel the same. Shimon. Shimon says there's 18 meals. Take off this shal shudas. Take off three for the guest. So she needs 50. And according to Rebbe Chitka, take off four meals. And two for the guest. The boy side have a wonderful day.